Brent, thanks for coming and spending some time with us. I know, I needed some I'm already crying. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is not going to be good. Um, it'll be great. Uh, so I remember the first time I saw that. Um, I thought, what was going through his mind? Because everyone I know that has run a marathon proudly displays that medal in their home or their office. Um, and uh, in a split second, seemingly, you gave it away. So t- fill in more of the story for us. Well, I just want to confess, I do have a problem with medals. Uh, they are hanging in my garage, all mm. my little marathon Ironman medals. And they're a big deal just because you get up really early for nine months to train. And it is a sense of accomplishment. I have this thing with my family that whenever I finish an event, I then, I'm just like a sixth grader who won a spelling bee. I wear my medal to dinner. (laughs) (laughs) My wife and my daughters are so embarrassed, like he's that guy. And then often the server thinks I won the race. (laughs) They don't realize everybody gets a medal. (laughs) And and I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I I won it. And so, (laughs) anyway. But what's crazy about this event in Boston, I trained for years, ran multiple marathons to try to qualify, and didn't qualify. And then when I finally qualified, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing Boston, which was a big deal if you're a marathoner to to run Boston. And so I ran Boston, one of the most incredible experiences of my life, hundreds of thousands of people. Patriots Day in Massachusetts is the day in the year and finished about 40 minutes before the explosion. The short of it is when we heard what we thought were just some cannons going off, and then as time went on and our cell phone was blown up with messages, are you okay, and we started to understand what happened, uh, we tried to make our way back to the hotel, and all of a sudden, this is about an hour and a half approximately after the bombing, I noticed folks who didn't have a medal and didn't have the little race blanket thing you get, and this 30-second interaction with the Lord and me happens. Now, I'm walking with my wife. I, she has no idea this is going on. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they don't have medals. People didn't finish. Oh, no. Not my medal. Like, not. <laughs> no. No, it's my No, it's my freaking Boston Marathon medal. (laughs) And then the Lord says, what about that verse that we memorized? Um, Do not store for yourselves treasures on earth. And I'm like, oh, that one. (laughs) And so I'm having this wrestling match in my mind. And the next thing I know, my wife, we're walking along. She leaves the path that we're on and gets right down in front of this gal who is sitting alone, hands on her face in tears, And Karen looks right, my wife's an incredible woman, a nurse, a mom, looks at her and goes, are you okay? Do you know where your family is? And this gal takes her hands off her eyes and and she's in tears. She'd just gotten off the phone. Her parents were at the finish line. And she just found out that they were okay. And at the same time, I'm like, oh gosh, oh no, here's my chance. (laughs) Dang wife. (laughs) And I, I then go, I look right at her, and I go, did you finish? She said no. 
and I'm like, I take my medal off, put it around her neck, and go, you're a finisher. She starts sobbing. I'm like, Karen, let's get out of here. <laughs> We're not going to exchange anything. We did, that's not why we did it. We, we walk off. I'm emotional, and I love imitating my wife at this point. This is not how she sounds, but it makes for a great story. She, she, she goes, oh, my gosh. That was the nicest thing you've ever done in your life. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. <laughs> that was my medal. <laughs> so I write that. I'm like, I just gave away my medal. Huh? Uh, but deep within, I'm like, uh, that 30-second encounter, I'm like, of course I gave away my medal. Like, it wasn't mine. It, it was... And then even as I look back, I'm like, maybe that moment was 25 years in the making of just the Lord doing a work in my life and my wife's life about our life is not our own. Nothing we own or have is our own. It's actually to bless others. Um, the, cr <laughs> the crazy part of this story, we're unaware. By the way, you, you, you can say anything anytime no, you you're, want, you're doing great. I'm <laughs> Don't mind me, just. By the way, when did you become a stand-up comic? Uh, yeah. I was laughing so hard, I'm like, I did not know this about him. Uh, anyway, um, well what's crazy is we get back to Alaska. I mean, this thing's over, comes across my screen, hundreds of thousands of shares, likes, whatever that meant, I didn't know. Uh, the next morning, ABC reaches out. I'm like, what is going on with my life? Somehow the word got out. I don't know how. And they fly us back. This whole encounter, the interview happens. Um, it was interesting. They, you know, they were the whole evil wins. Or, but is that true? And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. No, I know how the story ends. No, love wins. Game over. Mm -hmm. After we met Laura, after I met Laura... She wanted me to have dinner with her family. So I met her parents, her fiance, and then at dinner, the Boston Athletic Association shows up to greet us and give us both medals. And I'm like, medal. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it gets better. At the, I'm like, pictures, you know, tears, imagine that. And then, at the end of dinner, Laura reaches into her pocket, and she pulls out another medal. She slides it across the table. I'm like, Laura Wellington, no. She's like, because I, I, I said, that's yours. I gave it to you. And she's like, no. About 45 minutes later, when I went and got my stuff, all of us who didn't finish, they actually gave us medals. So I want you to have my medal. And I'm like, I get your medal? Oh, gosh. Okay. So let me, let me just jump oh, in here. Okay. Anyway, thanks, thanks for coming. It's no. been a great... Yeah, yeah. Try the veal. I don't remember, remember your you being a part of okay. this interview. Um, I haven't been. So here's what I want... Uh, so, so you... I think it's just a beautiful story of that whole oh, idea of when we give, what, what happens. Yeah. It really is seed planting. I love the fact you run the marathon, get a medal, give it away, fly home with no medals, fly back to Boston and get two. So now you have two medals. Talk a little bit about um, 
just, you know, I, I've heard it said that when we live generously, it reweaves the fabric of creation. And talk about your relationship, well, uh, going forward with Lord yeah. and your family. What's crazy is you don't give to get. Matter of fact, when you give, there's freedom. When the metal wasn't mine and I gave it away, I, I'm going, that was hard. There was a cost. But it felt like that was a, one of the best decisions I've ever made. Because it was the Lord. It was just this, hear the voice of the Lord and do what he says. It, and really, I would, I, it was one of the best decisions. Uh, not long after connecting with Laura and her family, she asked me to be in her wedding. Mm. And so Karen and I flew out a year later, and I was in her wedding. Of course I was. <laughs> and at the wedding, in a room just like this with about this many people, her dad gets up and does his toast. And half of the toast was to Karen and me. <laughs> I'm like, we just met. But there's something about loving, giving your life away. Uh, Karen and I have made a decision for ever since we were married to give our lives away as a couple, each using our unique gifts. Karen is the hostess with the mostess. She it just, anyway, it's really fun to do it as a couple. And it's been fun to be in touch with Laura. We've been in touch ever since. We were in, or I was in the wedding. We went back for her wedding. And then we're in touch at least multiple times a year. They just had their first baby. Mm. So we just stay with people for the long haul. Mm. And it all started with that one yeah. Little act. So it's, it's not, I mean, what, what I love about your story is this idea that it's not, you know, we reach this one moment, we have a decision to make, but it's been a journey. And that moment, um, you know, there was a lot that led up to that moment. Yep. And, and something, a conversation we had on the phone a while ago, and we were just talking about the cost of generosity. And it, I think you said something like, it costs you something to live generously. But you said it costs you a lot more to not live generously. And there's, there's the lie of the enemy, meaning, oh, people who aren't generous think, oh, costs too much. I'm like, are you kidding me? It costs way more to not be generous. Because hmm. those of us, and this is everybody in this room, when you've given sacrificially, when you've given something that you're like, I don't even know how this is going to work. It feels like it's a step of faith. It hmm. is. Because it's in that that we experience the nearness of Jesus and his provision and mm. just blessing others. It's what the Lord has done for us. It's actually in that act that mm. I think we experience life to the very fullest. Mm. And it doesn't have to be a medal or a million dollars, although it could be. It doesn't, it could be, I mean, I've learned stuff from Steve already of just doing some things in our own life on a regular basis where we are now looking at the world differently and going, wait, how can we be generous? And even little things of having some little things I've learned from Steve of his example of having some cash that literally is set aside to go, who needs it today? Well, who gets to live like that? It's mm. the best. So, anyway. Well, thanks, Brent. And, and I love the way the story ends when he asks you, does evil win? And you said, no, love wins, game over. That sounds like the battle cry of a rebel or somebody that's living Absolutely. a rebellious life. So thanks again. Absolutely. Let's thanks, Brent. Appreciate it. Thank you.
Thank you.